You are listening to St. George's Episcopal Church Sermon Podcast. We are an inclusive, growing faith community located in historic downtown Fredericksburg, Virginia. Learn about us on the web at stgeorgesepiscopal.net. pray with me. Gracious God, put into my mouth the words you would have me to speak, and put into our hearts the words you would have us to hear. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Hello, saints. Good morning. Welcome on this All Saints Sunday as we continue to celebrate the Feast of All Saints, which was November the 1st, and this is our time in the calendar of the church here to remember both the inspiring and exemplary saints of the past, the ones with the capital S, and the ordinary saints, folk like you and me, and those who have gone before us. Saints, God's holy ones with a small S, but still saints. And later in the service, we will read the names of some of the faithful departed who have died since last All Saints, and later, right after I'm speaking, we will welcome new saints to the household of God through holy baptism. It's appropriate, I think, on this day that the crafters of the lectionary cycle of readings that we use picked the introduction of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount as the passage from the Gospel, what we often call the Beatitudes. This, is, this sermon, this teaching of Christ, is really a, a, a discourse about what it means to be a saint, what it means to be a holy one of God, a beloved child of God, and it, what it means, as he says, to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. So as we hear these Beatitudes, I think it reminds us of many of the capital S saints. So blessed are the poor in spirit, For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And I think of poor St. Francis, St. Clair, whose poverty of spirit led them to renounce all worldly possessions so that they could fully embrace God's spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. We have to think of St. Mary, mother of Jesus, who mourned for her son on the cross. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst or righteousness. And I think of St. Augustine, or St. Julian of Norwich, and all the theologians and mystics of the centuries who hungered and thirsted to, to know what was right in the eyes of God and to see with God's vision. And I also think of holy women and men of later times, like William Wilberforce and Sojourner Truth who hungered and thirsted for justice for all humankind as the manifestation of God's righteousness. I invite you to go home and Google these names. (laughs) William Wilberforce, abolitionist, Sojourner Truth. Blessed are the merciful. Martin of Tours comes to mind. Some of you may have heard of Martin of Tours. He was a soldier who used his sword one day to cut his own cloak in half so that he might clothe a naked beggar. And later he had a vision 
that it was in, it was, that beggar was the manifestation of Christ. Blessed are the pure in heart. And there are many young saints, saints like St. Agnes, who loved Christ with her pure heart so much that she refused to marry and she refused to recant her Christian faith before the Roman authorities. And she was one of those who was persecuted for righteousness' sake, along with St. George, who was another soldier who was killed because he refused to recant his Christian faith before his Roman commanders. And blessed are the peacemakers. You may not have heard of Hilda, St. Hilda of Whitby, one of the Celtic saints who founded a, a house of prayer, an abbey, where men and women prayed together in peace, and she hosted a peace conference between the Celtic and the Roman Christians, the Synod of Whitby, it's, it was called. And there are many other saints, so we could, just, we could just go on and on with these saints embodying the Beatitudes. It's wonderful. But I left one of the Beatitudes out. Did you catch it? I left out, blessed are the meek. Blessed are the meek, because I find it hard to really understand why that is in the list. I looked up meek in the dictionary, and it means docile, overly submissive, compliant, spiritless, and tame. Now that doesn't sound like the saints. They're not compliant. The saints have often rebelled against the earthly authority. Docile? Try telling that to St. Paul. Or St. Saint Joan of Arc, who, because she was, un, she was not allowed to fight as a woman, dressed as a man to fight for freedom for her country, and was later burned at the stake. Meek sounds like hiding your light under the basket, and that's what Jesus says not to do. Right after the Beatitudes, he says, you are the light of the world, do not hide your lamp under a bushel basket. So why would he include meek in the list? Well, the verse has actually been the topic of lots of conversation over the centuries, as you can imagine. And there's been one interpretation that where really what it means is, blessed are the powerless. Blessed are those who have been forced into compliance and submission. And so we might think of St. Patrick of Ireland, for example, who was enslaved as a boy, but then later rose from his meekness and returned to evangelize his captors in Ireland. So maybe it is possible for the saint to be meek. And there's another way of understanding this word that is often translated as meek. And like many words in the ancient languages, there's not one English word that adequately sums it up. And you all know that I love the, to go back and look up the words, and I often mention what words mean in the, in the sermon. So bear with me. And in some translations, the word is, is rendered as gentle. Blessed are the gentle. Okay. But that doesn't quite capture it. In one of the concordances, it says that, that this word for, that we sometimes translate as meek or gentle is really a blend of gentleness and strength. Gentleness and strength. Or strength that is under control. And the saints, not their own strength, but the saints embody God's strength with gentleness. God's strength with great control and even love. Blessed are those who, have, who can be strong 
but gentle. Blessed are those who can be strong, but gentle. This is starting to sound more like saints, more like Jesus. Jesus was meek and submissive, but not before the earthly authorities. Jesus was submissive fully and completely to God. And Jesus' gentleness and strength comes, came from God's gentleness and strength. And so although Jesus on the cross looked meek, looked powerless and submissive, his gentle love, his gentle love for us, even under the worst conditions imaginable, gave him power beyond anyone's imagining. Power stronger than suffering and death. Blessed are the meek who are gentle so as to be powerful. So gentle that like Christ they are irresistible. So for you all who are being baptized today, for your parents and families, for all of us who will renew our own baptismal covenant as we enter into this life of following Jesus, this life of sainthood, it's not so that we can just be merely meek in the sense of being nice. Is a word that is used too often of Christians. Oh, Christians, they're just so nice. And there's nothing wrong with being nice. But it's not why we became Christians. We didn't become Christians so that we could be merely soothing and mild and well-mannered. We follow Jesus so that we can know and feel the gentle power of God. The meekness of Christ. The meekness that leads to magnificence. The meekness by which we may inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. And when we inherit the earth, saints of God, it is not to control it, or hoard it, or dominate it, or destroy it. We inherit the earth. The meek ones. To care for it, tend it, gently oversee it, and to see to it that every beloved child of God has a place on the earth, a good place, a place of dignity. And we celebrate this All Saints Sunday in the aftermath of what has been yet another week of violence and destruction on the earth, in our own land and around the world. But it is for just such a time as this that we, the followers of Christ, we, the saints, have been blessed to be meek. And we are blessed to show the world something for which we have no word in our English language. A combination of gentleness and strength. That is what we have to show to the world. Now is not the time to be mild, O oh saints. Now is the time to stand up and to be the salt and the spice of the earth. Now is not the time to hide in fear. Now is the time to be the light of the world that Christ calls us to be. Now is the time for the saints of this generation, about whom are just to be the saints of this generation, about whom our descendants will say, in a time when many tried to change the world through force and death, 
through intimidation and fear, through shame and guilt. The saints of God change the world through a powerful gentleness. A powerful gentleness. How will we reveal that gentleness, O saints of God? That fierce strength of Christ. That fierce gentleness of Christ. How will we show forth our meekness and inherit and bless the earth?